Happy Friday! Hopefully you're all having a good morning slash afternoon, whatever it is, whenever this podcast gets to you. We appreciate you letting us enter in to your ear with this wonderful show. It's a quick one today. I didn't get to do it last night, by the way. I'm Gary. Uh, didn't get to do it last night, so I wanted to hop in this morning and knock it out. And, you know, there was a lot to discuss, actually. The Masters, of course, going on. That's some tough stuff uh, because, man, Augusta has been ridiculous for these guys. Uh, Sharon Lewis, associate AD at LSU, is suing the school for $50 million. I'm going to talk about UCLA's hype and all the two early top 25s and whether or not it's warranted. And, uh, and Darla Moore, South Carolina's biggest donor, says that her deepest regret is being involved with the school. We're going to talk about what happened there. Just lots going on. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. And, uh, and let's get to some ads and knock this show out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Winning Cures Everything. It is Friday and it is uh, April the 9th. So I was supposed to do a show last night. I'm Gary, by the way. I was supposed to do a show last night for the Friday podcast, but... But, sadly, I had other things pop up. We were not able to get it out. And I figured this morning, you know what, while I'm watching the Masters, what the hell, why don't we just go live? It might be a good time. So, anybody that is watching, if you would like to jump into the chat, you can do so uh, at any of the different platforms that you are on. You can do so on Periscope, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, whatever it is that you can hop into the chat. It'll pop up right there on your screen in the bottom left-hand corner. And I am riding solo today. Uh, let me go on and get through the spiel. Of course, winningcureseverything.com is the website. You can check that out. I have uh, spent many, many hours on that to make sure that it has everything that you need to know about us. Everywhere that you can follow us, everywhere that you can subscribe, all the different shows that we've been on, et cetera, et cetera. Everything pops up right there for you. And this show will be up uh, right there. Brown Yeti said, afternoon early today. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little early. And I wanted to get a, a show knocked out 
early today. What we've been doing is recording on Thursday night, and that way we would have the show out for a Friday morning podcast. Things got in the way. Uh, Taylor got an early one today. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 having fun. I've got some topics that I want to talk about, and it was my turn to do a solo show, so I am knocking it out. But I'm doing it live to make sure that it is up on every platform that we've got. Make sure it's all good. Uh, go and check out sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. There's a little banner right underneath me that'll tell you exactly what's going on there. That is your college football gambling site. It's got all your needs, everything you need to know about the college football upcoming season and the FCS season that is currently ongoing. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, again, anybody wants to jump into the chat, you can do so. You already see the Brown Yeti and Taylor have jumped in. Let's dive into the first topic of the day, and that would be the Masters. Of course, it's going on right now. There's a lot happening with it, and I mean, this was this was Augusta's revenge, is what it was. This course that got absolutely hammered back in November, Dustin Johnson scored a 20 under par last November. That is insane. It was just four months ago, and now the greens are playing so hard. Everything is playing so hard. Uh, we only had three people shoot in the 60s in the first round. That was unbelievable. Sergio Garcia who has won this thing before, said, I just went 12 rounds in the ring with Evander Holyfield. Like, he he did not play well yesterday at all. But most people didn't. There were only a, a handful of players that actually hit under par yesterday. Now, Justin Rose was ridiculous. He hit a seven under, and he was in the lead by four shots, and that has evaporated. Uh, he is still in first, but he is plus three on the day. He's through nine as of right now. Uh, Ber- uh, burned Weisberger is sitting at three under along with Mark Leishman. Both of them are under par today. Uh, let's see. Taylor said, Chris wasn't kidding about those greens for me. No, he was not. No, he was not. I did not think that they could fix it to this point, but good Lord. Um, I mean, this is, it, it's just unbelievable. Let's let's give an update on our picks. Uh, we both had Spieth, and he is two under as of right now. He's one under today through five. Cameron Smith is one that Chris had. He is one under and he is tied for 12th right now. Uh, Speed is tied for 6th. Justin Thomas, who I had, he is even. Uh, he's one under on the day, but he's even thus far through 6. Uh, John Rahm has not teed off yet. He is sitting at even. Xander Shoffley, he is sitting at even. And then some other ones. Bryson, who I took a shot on, he is plus 4, may not make the cut. And Chris had a ticket on that, plus 600 to miss the cut. Not too shabby. Daniel Berger is plus 3. He tees off at 2 p.m., uh, Eastern time, I believe. And then Patrick Cantlay, one of Chris's, he is sitting at plus nine. I don't believe there's any way that he makes the cut. Uh, so this was this was serious stuff, man. It, it It's fun to watch. It's nice to see how beautiful it is out there. Uh, I've been outside a little bit with the toddler this morning. It's a gorgeous day. Gorgeous day. And, and we are not forever away from Augusta. And I know that the weather there is pretty nice. Hopefully, uh, they get a little rain at some point over the weekend. kind of eases up. Uh, the grounds a little bit, but who knows? Because right now, it is rough out there. It is rough. We've got a four under, and then, let's see, four guys tied at three under, Hideki Matsuyama and Brian Harmon, and then Spieth at six. Uh, I mean, this is it's tough stuff, man. Tough stuff. So, I don't think we're going to get anybody hitting 20 under this go-round. The Masters is back to what it's supposed to be, a very difficult course. I don't know that a lot of these guys are super happy with their play, but, I, I mean, if, if anybody hits under par at this point, I feel like they should feel pretty good about themselves. So we will continue to monitor that to see what happens. 
let's uh, let's dive into some of the other topics that went on over the last couple of days. One that I would like to hit on that uh, you know it, it's tough to discuss with with Chris on the show. It, LSU, all of the stuff that's going on down there. Obviously, we've talked about the Title Line stuff, all of the LSU uh, Les Miles allegations, uh, everything that's going on with the sexual assault stuff. The, just everything is is awful as far as that stuff goes. And now Sharon Lewis, who is the associate athletic director for football recruiting and alumni relations, is suing the school for fifty million dollars. It's a federal racketeering lawsuit, and it's basically for. Um, there, there. She's accusing university officials of retaliating against her for reporting racist remarks and inappropriate sexual behavior by former Tigers football coach Les Miles. Now, fifty million dollars is a lot. That's a lot of money. But the lawsuit says that she was denied pay raises and subjected to verbal abuse after going to officials with the allegations against Miles, including her accusation that he told her there were, quote, too many black girls employed in athletics in an incident in which a female student accused him of, quote, getting on top of her on his office couch. Uh, It also accuses LSU officials of working with a law firm to cover up allegations against Miles, including one that he engaged in, quote, explicit sex acts with a student. Now, Miles' attorney... His quote was, this lawsuit is a work of fiction eight years in the making. Uh, Miles has denied allegations that he made sexual advances towards students, but it's kind of the Deshaun Watson thing. There's so many of them at this point that you're telling me that all of them are just lying to to get back at you for something? It doesn't make sense. This is, um, it's strange. LSU came out. They said, we are disappointed that a 20-year employee who has received several promotions throughout her career and currently serves as associate athletic director is now filing a lawsuit against the university. Uh, Following the press conference by her counsel, we believe that this lawsuit is an attempt to take advantage of the situation for her personal benefit. I don't know what to make of it. Uh, Some of the students said that this feels like the university is just waiting for things to go away rather than actually fix anything. I think that they have done a good job of, of trying to stay ahead of some of this stuff. But man... The things that are going on at LSU, this lawsuit, one, the, the $50 million is a lot of money. I feel like that was was too much to go for. But I, at the same time, I mean, if you're asking for a raise, ask for the moon and maybe you'll hit the stars, right? Isn't that the, the cliche thing to say? I, I don't know whether that would have been what I went for um, because $50 million is just a, a ton for a university. And I don't know that you can prove that the things that she went through were worth $50 million. And it, that, that sounds bad saying it, but if, there, if you're going to put a dollar figure on these types of things, I don't know that that's it. So I, I don't know. I, I think I might have would have been a little more careful with that. Uh, we'll move on from there because there's, there's nothing else really to this. Um, you know, her lawsuit says her complaints to LSU about Miles' behavior resulted in retaliation by Miles. Executive Deputy uh, Athletic Director Verge Osbury, Senior Associate Athletic Director Miriam Seeger, and others. It also alleges the formation of an enterprise whose members conspired to protect the university from sexual harassment complaints and the allegations of violations of the federal Title IX sex discrimination law. It is, it's weird. It's weird. I, I just, I don't know what to make out of all this. It would surprise me if she was to win this for $50 million, but it, it wouldn't surprise me to see them settle this out of court, just to get it out of the public 
and and get done with this. Uh, the Brown Yeti said this and the Watson thing really shows a crap or shows of crap rolls downhill in a hurry. It really does. Like once once things come out in the public, everything just seems to pile on top of it. I mean, it's there's a lot of stuff that that has gone on at LSU over the years, and once a little bit of it starts, I mean that mountain just grows higher and higher and higher, and everybody wants to get their piece of it. Uh, Taylor jumping in. He said, off topic, did you see the Bengals announced a ring of honor for Paul Brown Stadium? I don't know who would be in that ring of honor, to be completely honest. I have no idea. Um, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, they, almost every stadium has a ring of honor. I, I think that that's something that you should do to honor the people that have built the program or built the, um, yeah, I guess the program to the point where it is. So I, I don't disagree with doing that. I think that's a, a really, really good idea. All right, moving on, let's talk some college basketball right quick. I know that we just finished with the national championship game and whatnot, but I wanted to hit on the hype that is going into some of these college basketball rankings for their too early top 25, right? Because the rosters are still being shaped up and, and all this, and Gonzaga obviously expected to be one or two in basically everything because they return a lot, and they're expected to get Chet Holmgren, who is the number one player in 247's recruiting um, I mean, there's a there's a lot here. Purdue is ranked highly in a lot. Ohio State, Alabama, uh, the typical bunch. And it, it makes sense. The one that I am curious about is UCLA. UCLA is ranked uh, number two by Jeff Borzello, uh, number three by Jeff Goodman, number one by Gary Parrish over at CBS. So Stadium, ESPN, and CBS are... All of their two early top 25s have UCLA 1, 2, or 3. And while we all get super hyped up about what happened in the NCAA tournament, I do have to maybe pump the brakes a little bit on this because UCLA, before this tournament, never reached any higher than, I think they were 24th for one day in, at Ken Palm. They, they went 22-10 and 10 overall. They were 17-9 and nine coming into the tournament. Remember, this team almost missed the tournament. And yes, they had big wins over Michigan and big wins over Alabama, and et cetera, et cetera. But is this really a, a top two or three team in the country coming back? And now, yes, they return everybody. I get that. But just because a team goes on a run... In the NCAA tournament, I don't know that that necessarily means that they are one of the three best teams coming back the next year. I I like McCronin. I love this team. I think it, I think it was good. I didn't find them as likable as as Chris did, um, but that might have been more the way that they were winning as opposed to anything else. But I I don't I don't understand it. Gary Parish wrote every meaningful player who helped the Bruins make the Final Four is currently projected back on campus. Among them, NCAA tournament star Johnny Juzang. UCLA will add uh, five-star prospect Peyton Watson and should have all of the pieces necessary to win a national title. Did we believe that before the Final Four? Like, did we believe that before the NCAA tournament? I, they were not favored in, in the majority of their games. And yes, they, they still won. But just because a team gets hot, you know, are, are we thinking that Oklahoma was a, a top-five team just because they had a run where they beat several top 10 teams in a row back in, you know, January, February. Um, Brad's crazy life jumps in. UCLA would have given Baylor a better game. Maybe. I don't know. After that emotional game on uh, on Saturday night, you know, the UCLA-Gonzaga game, I 
I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, Brown Yeti, a run is just that, a run. Anyone can be good for two weeks. That's the thing. UCLA won a lot of games based on the fact that other teams missed a lot of shots. And I don't know that it was the defense that won it. Sometimes other teams just don't hit. Because I don't think, UCLA was not a great defensive team. It was, they, they got lucky, they hit some shots, they, it was a run, and they won a lot of close games. I don't think this is a top three team going into next season, uh, especially, like, especially if they lose Johnny Juzang. Everybody will adjust their rankings if Juzang ends up going to the NBA, which I think he should. I don't know that you are ever going to get a, a hotter candidate, a hotter prospect right now for the NBA than Johnny Juzang. That was one of the best NCAA tournament runs by a single player that I have ever seen. He was unreal. But... Even if he comes back, I don't think that that makes UCLA uh, even a, a Pac-12 champion. I don't know that they are that good. Um, Brad's Crazy Life said they're top 10. I, I don't know. I, I mean, we can, we can sit here and say that. Now, obviously, all this is just a guessing game. But you look at what they did last year, and none of it matches up to what happened in the tournament. Now, do they take what happened in the tournament and then build off of it? It's absolutely possible. But I don't know that I'm willing to crown them at this point. But, I mean, that could just be me, and I haven't seen UCLA be really, really good in a long time. This Final Four run seemed more of, uh, more like a run, like an unexpected run, and not something to build off of. But maybe I'm wrong. And I, I have been wrong before, and I will continue to admit when I am wrong going forward. I will tell you that. So, we shall see what happens with them. But, man, that... uh. That just seemed really high for a team that that nearly missed the NCAA tournament. I'll say that. I mean, if you have one other team or two other teams jump in and win conference tournaments that aren't supposed to, UCLA doesn't even win this thing. And are they even top 25 next year? I mean, then, it, then it's a whole question, right? So who knows? Who knows? Let's move on, and we'll hit the last topic of the day. Darla Moore is South Carolina's biggest donor. Biggest booster, biggest benefactor, all that. She wrote a an absolutely scathing letter to South Carolina officials and, and everybody else saying that she is embarrassed by her association with the school. And that surprised the mess out of me. Uh, what ended up happening here? They, they failed to not reach out, or failed to not reach they failed to reach out. They did not reach out to her after the death of her mother. No flowers. No, hey, we're sorry for your loss. Nothing like that. She has given over $75 million to the school. Clemson has sent her all kinds of messages and well wishes and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, in the scathing letter sent to administration on April 5th, Moore said her family received, quote, deep expressions of appreciation and recognition from the uh, faculty and leadership at Clemson University. Uh, it went on to rip South Carolina for failing to acknowledge her mother Lorraine Moore's death on April 1st at the age of 89. There is not a university in the country that would exhibit this degree of thoughtless, dismissive, and graceless ignorance of the death of a parent of their largest donor, Moore wrote. I continue to be embarrassed and humiliated by my association with you and all you so disgracefully and incompetently display to the community you were charged to serve and to whom you look for support. She ended the letter saying, The deepest uh, regret of my life is the effort and resources I have expended on your behalf. Her name is on the business school at South Carolina. 
That is nuts to think that nobody bothered to reach out and check on her and see how she was doing or even just say, hey, we're thinking about you, whatever. Send some flowers, send something. Um, it is, and, and apparently the, uh, the relationship had been fractured at some point in the past few years because the university decided to hire Bob Castlin as the university president. Now, he was at uh, Army West Point for a while, and he is now uh, the university president at South Carolina. Who knows if this relationship can be mended? Um, but that is, uh, the, the words that she used, the deepest regret of my life is the effort and resources I've expended on your behalf, makes it kind of seem like she's going to start giving her money elsewhere. If you are an administrator at South Carolina or any one of the the many, many fundraisers at the schools, right? Universities all have these guys. That is all people that, that fundraise, try and get donors to uh, give to the school, etc. If you are one of these people, how on earth do you not keep up with the largest one to see what's going on? This was in the news. Darla Moore... Uh, for those that do not know, she is a uh, an investor and philanthropist. She's the former president and a partner of the private investment firm Rainwater Inc. She was married to Richard Rainwater, who founded the firm. Like, she's made of money. It's unreal the amount of money that she has. Uh, Brown Yeti jumps in. South Carolina effed up so bad. Yeah, this is uh, this is unreal. Like somebody needs to be fired for this, and I have no idea who it is. But this was a, a egregious oversight to not send flowers, to not send a card, to not send it. Like, I understand. I will say this. I get uncomfortable in situations like this, right? You don't know exactly what the person's feeling, but you know you got to say something, right? You got you to gotta send a card. You got to send a text. You got to call them. You got you to gotta do something. So when I've had friends that have lost loved ones, you got to come up with something, even if it's uncomfortable for you. If you are South Carolina, like you don't even have to talk to her. Send her a letter. Send her flowers. Do something. Just check on her. Because if it was already a fractured relationship, which obviously it was dealing with the hiring of the new school president a couple of years ago, what are you even doing? This is the person that has, whose name is on the business school. I have no idea how that actually works. No idea how you can't check in and see what's going on, how nobody managed to find, like, even if they didn't know, that's a problem. If they didn't know that her mother died over a week ago, like, what are we even doing? This was a, a massive, massive problem. Somebody is going to lose their job, and maybe many someone's. Like, maybe you just need to overhaul that entire, that entire department. Whoever's doing the fundraising... You just lost your biggest one. You're not going to be able to go out and find somebody else like her. That's crazy. She's from South Carolina. Again, for the fifth time, her name is on the business school. She has given more money than anybody to that school, and you can't find a way to, like, keep tabs on her to see what's going on? I mean, my gosh, if, if it was, like, her niece's birthday or something, you should have had somebody send a present out or something. Like, now you've got the, the death of her mother, and you don't even reach out? Nothing? Like South Carolina, y'all got to get your affairs in order. I don't know what's happening over there. I, this ain't even athletics. This is a problem. 
This is a massive problem for that university. And so it uh it was strange to see, but man, what a what a big story that is for that school, especially I mean, Clemson is sending out messages to her and sending flowers and doing whatever else. Like Clemson will be the beneficiary of this, I would almost guarantee it. Almost guarantee it. And it don't take much. Clemson's out there sending them to sending out stuff to people that don't even give to their school. I I say that. I bet she's giving something to the school. But even still, this is not one of their biggest donors. And they were on top of it. And you at South Carolina didn't keep up with it. That's on you. Somebody's going to hit, somebody's head is going to roll for this. So, all right, I think that's going to wrap up today's show. We certainly appreciate all of you that jumped in. The Brown Yeti, Brad's Crazy Life, uh, Taylor, everybody else that jumped in. We certainly appreciate you. This was an early one. It was a quick one. But we did want to get the podcast out there, get a few thoughts heading into the weekend. Hopefully, all of you are watching the Masters. Hopefully, our picks end up coming through. Uh, I hope I hit on at least one of them. <laughs> I mean, I got five of them that I'm rolling with. I feel all right about some of them, but uh, we shall see. All right, you guys, hopefully, all have a good weekend. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. And, uh, and take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, all of your tickets cash. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.